Hi guys, welcome back to another wonderful episode of Unraveling with Risa. I remain your host, Uche Chiarisa, and this if this is your first time stopping by, welcome, welcome. Over here is positive vibes, great vibes. As you know, I am excited and blessed to be back here. And today, I have a special guest with me, which I'm really excited about, and I would just love for her to introduce herself. Hi guys, my name is Osas Baby. I'm a content creator, digital marketing strategist, and a digital marketer. Clearly, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Osas, for coming. I really, really appreciate you. Um, Thank you for having me. <laughs> I've been wanting to get Osas on the podcast forever, guys. I just have to put that out there. So I'm actually really happy that she's here. I didn't even think we are going to be able to record today, but thankfully, she cleared her schedule for me. I feel so important. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So, Osas, as as she already told you all, is a content creator in Lagos. Um, As all of you know, I am Nigerian. I mean, I don't live there, but I'm Nigerian. And when I was in Nigeria, I lived in Lagos. Um, but I haven't lived there as an adult. I left when I just finished high school um, to come here for college. So I haven't had an experience in Lagos as an adult. Um, so I just want to ask to, my first question for her is just to explain what it means for her to be an adult in Lagos, in her own words, because obviously I think it's different for everyone. But I just wanted her to shed some light on that. Well, I hope you can hear me. Yes. To be honest, yeah, to be an adult in Lagos, yeah, I think is I think it's an entire job description on its own because it's just a whole lot. It's, it's a new thing every day. Coming with one baggage after another every day. You are an adult. When I was when I was growing up, I really was gunning for adulthood because I really thought that when I'm an adult, I'm going to be those storybook kind of adults that you know goes out for dancing every evening after work, mm. um, comes back home, have some self-care um, moments, lie on the bed, drink into sleep and wake up, rinse and eat. No. <laughs> <laughs> the shocker that was waiting for me in front. <laughs> because, you know, we didn't, we didn't get many adults tell us these things when they were younger. We didn't get them tell us that, oh, they were struggling. We, they, they really made it look so glamorous because right. there was freedom and everybody was gunning for freedom. Right. So it was just the freedom part that we saw, the fact that they could do whatever it was that they wanted to do at any point in their lives. So we didn't get to see other parts. So this, the, the other part is what we experienced. The bills, the stress, the mental... Mm-hmm. The mental stress, the physical stress, the fatigue, the back pains, all of those things. I mean, I think that's been an adult everywhere. So in Lagos, there, you have to like struggle times, struggle times four. According to me, I don't know how it is everywhere. I'm going to speak for myself because I feel like it's a struggle, more of a struggle to be an adult. And it's, it's, you only, you don't have to, by force, by fire, create happiness for yourself. Right. 
no, like happiness is not going to find you. You are going to have to carry it for you. Mm. That's after a long day of fighting, fighting for your life. So people, some people wake up around for him to go to work, I and mean, that's not life. That's crazy. That's, that's not life. Wake up by four a.m. to go to. It's not like you're getting paid by the hour, so it's not your. If you wake up by four a.m., you're going to get paid. No, it's, you're waking up by four a.m. to make sure that you get to work early enough so that your they will not deduct from your salary. That's not my reality, though. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, that's not my reality. I just have to. Um, all I know is that it's not as glamorous as I intended as I pictured it to be. I'm just, a, I'm just an adult, you know, navigating my way through these twenties and shouting, "God, I beg!" Every, every five minutes, mm-hmm. "God, I beg!" God, please. So, there's that. Okay. Would you say, because obviously you are a like you're a female, would you say it's harder for females to navigate it in the industry that you're in, or it's easier for them? Because I've heard. I've heard different stories actually about that. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if it was easier for females for different reasons or if in general it was just easier for them because obviously females get favors, I mean, based on different things. Um, but your experience so far, would you say you've had to work twice as hard to get certain things or to get to where you are? Or it's been just based on how much effort you've put in and hard work you've put in that you're where you're at today. Well, I'm I'm not going to speak for any other thing. I'm going to speak for myself. Thankfully, I'm in an industry where you get to do what you love mm-hmm. and have fun while at it. Even though now we're, we're seemingly monetizing every single thing, monetizing every we're monetizing waking and sleeping and sleeping up. So, thank you for an industry where we, you get to do what you love. And you doing what you love, you get paid. So, I, I'm not going to say, there's no job that is not that is easy. That's, or that's what I know. So, you are going to have to put the work to see, put in the work to see the results. And it's rugged out here. Right. So, if you might want to be rugged if you, want, if you want to actually really go far in this, in this space. Right. And you know, there's there's always going to be some thin line between wanting to cross or go beyond what it is that you're usually with. I, for example, now the kind of person that I am, I would I'm not one that would um that would go overboard in whatever it is that I'm doing. Because first of all, it's going to stress me out, mm-hmm. and second of all, I don't I'm not. I don't think I'm going to ever feel good if I try to go and go over, but in the sense that, in the sense that, um, I'm used to some certain things. I, I'm morally and socially used to some certain things, and I'll now go above my way just like so to please some people. So I am, I mean, some in this industry, it pays though. It actually pays some some form of, um, dis- embarrassing yourself for content, um. Clouds chasing, mm. all these, all these <laughs> things that should not be acceptable but are acceptable, right? Right. So, uh, it's not, it's not something that I would normally. There, there are some times that I've actually thought that, oh, maybe I should actually just chase out for the numbers. But it's, but I'm, I'm not. I don't have strength. 
that's just it. Right. I don't have strength. I'll just really do what it is that I have. Because at the end of the day, if I chase clout and it doesn't work for me, I'm going to lose on both ends. I'll be publicly disgraced and I'll be privately disgraced. So it's just better to do what it is that I know how to do that has been working for me. If 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 I need to improve my skill set, I definitely will. I mean, I'll be able to go an audience without doing anything out of character. Right. right. So it's not like my bag is going to stop because because I'm I want to go out of my way. Right. So I'm not saying it's particularly I particularly have to work twice as hard. Is it is is it hard work the community? The community where you have to work hard, is the sector where you have to work really hard because next person and nobody's competing with anybody. Nobody is nobody is working with the intention of wanting to outwork you. Yeah. They just want to outwork themselves or they just want to uh, make sure that they're better than the people they So if you are if you are going to work twice as hard, you're working twice as hard for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not for anybody else. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think content creation is something that I really admire that people can do and earn money and like earn a living because it's just like you said, it's just you being yourself, but then you're making money. And I know that obviously like there are other details about it that are probably not as glamorous that people don't get to see and the effort that's put into it. But for the most part, I think it's just really good. But I think again, I think it's getting saturated. Or what do you think? I think everyone now wants to be so. a content cre- creator. Or I do don't content think so. creation. This, this guy is big enough. <laughs> I don't think it's getting saturated because I mean there are things that have not even been done yet that will mm. still be done. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's getting such an There's, I, I don't, I don't even think there's enough content creators in Nigeria. Really? I don't think there are enough content creators in Nigeria, and I'm talking actual content creators, wow. not not kiss or grab content creators. Those ones don't count in my book. Okay, so what would you qualify kiss or grab? Those ones, I call them fools. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you call them what? Oh my goodness. Fools. Okay. Actual fools. Okay. Because you have a phone, mm-hmm. you have a microphone, you have the money, and then you, you can be anything in this world. You can be any type of content creator in this world. But you choose to go to ICN and say, Would you let me touch a bonbon for 5,000 there? Oh my and goodness. You feel good oh. about it. And no. you watch it, you edit it, you laugh, and you post it. Like, oh my God. I think we deal with that. There's not enough content creators. The same way I don't think that is, and it's the same way I think that um, content creators and influencers in Nigeria are on that page. So, I mean, I, I feel like we're, going, we're getting there because, as I like two years ago, there were not two years, about five years ago, there were not too many events, glamorous events where the influencers had to dress up and go to. Right. And snap on red carpet but these days there are so i feel like we're getting there this is why we're going to get this so i don't think there's no content creators and why do you think that there's so many content creators because a lot of people are picking content creation though and it's not sustainable for them and they're dropping it but their content is still there so you might probably feel like it's was saturated yeah but the kiss yes. and grab that you're talking about like i haven't even seen that i think that's ridiculous i really hope you don't see it <laughs> i know i see the content creators where they like they are like recording with their phone and then they ask you to 
call your boyfriend and ask him a funny question. No, that or... one is even, that one is still, that one is different. I don't like it either, but that one is different. Mm-hmm. And I would actually pick that one over. Oh yeah, like the one you mentioned is quite wild. I don't even know why anyone would allow that. That's crazy. Ah, over somebody coming to me and say, um, kiss or grab, or ask you a question, you feel it, you oh kiss me, or I or I will grab your bumbo. Hey. You think it's actually really hope that one of those people run into me one of these days. It's just like I don't go twice in the middle. What are you going but to I do? I really hope that one of them run run into me one of these days. What are you going to do? Because no, I just want them to run into my me so I'm, I'm, i want to know what I want to I would do. Oh I'm goodness. interested in knowing what I would do. Because if something is going to break, it's going to be something that I can pay for. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're my maybe they phone. So something that I can probably pay for the repairs for. But I don't. I, I really don't go out in public as much. I really don't think that they're gonna run into me. Mm-hmm. But then, back to the question: the market is not oversaturated at all. There's so much space. There's so much. There's so much to explore. The tech industry is still just coming up. The blogging industry. There's not so much bloggers anymore. It's not. It's not enough. I don't think there's enough YouTubers. There's not enough YouTubers in Nigeria. I feel like with YouTube, I think people would like to drop it and even like lean towards like just regular content creation and TikTok because TikTok because, is, is a way. Stressful. Yes, it's stressful and then they've made it harder. I think you have to eat ten k before you start making money. It's just like okay, they yeah. they keep raising the bar when, if we're being honest, because I think someone said this to me one time and it has stuck ever since like oh people would feel some type of way that they're getting 100 likes on their pictures on instagram because someone else is getting like maybe five thousand ten thousand whatever and then the person was like but if 100 people walked up to you and told you you look good today would you not be overwhelmed if we're being honest like they just kept stopping you to say hi sas you look good hi sas you are popping hi sas fire emoji that's <laughs> love struck that you probably would be overwhelmed. So, like, why are people feeling bad about 100 likes? Like, what does that have to do with the fact that so, your picture is still beautiful? So I, I think uh, that's why I think last year I did not, I did not pay too much focus. I stopped paying attention to the numbers and I just focused on putting out the content. Because mm-hmm. these numbers, I have no control of them. When somebody explained that, when somebody used um, an example of 1,000 people in a room, mm-hmm. And said, oh, for people that feel bad when they have 1,000 like, people in the room. And then, and then he said, try to count. And I could not count beyond 50. Mm-hmm. I just figured that, oh, 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 I should actually really be grateful. Because there are times I was seeing 500 likes and I was complaining. There are times I was seeing 120 likes and mm-hmm. they looked small. And if 120 people should actually walk up, if, one, if I walk into a room of 120 people, I'll probably shake first mm-hmm. before I get my conclusion. Right. So right. I stopped focusing on the on the on the on the numbers. Just started focusing on the content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can. I, see... I just want to say that the numbers are not important. The numbers are quite important. Uh huh. Should be like you should, should make your entire personality. Yeah, I can see why the numbers will be something that content creators would focus on because again in as much as you're not competing with anyone it is a competitive space in my opinion because whoever is obviously like getting the numbers getting the audience getting that amount of crowds i i believe they would probably like charge more for their services yes yes exactly. Exactly. 
So young as young people know and we know our followers and interactions. I charge you who knows because of the kind of quality content now. So you don't put you can't put a price in their content. Mm-hmm. So there are people that charge proper and brands will pay them because at the time you see the kind of content they are creating. So it's it's it should be it should be mostly quality. Mm-hmm. Quality over quantity. quantity, over quantity. Mm. Yes. Makes sense. I agree. But going back to when you, you just talked about um you would want to meet those kiss and grab content creators that you don't know what would break, but um you would be you would obviously want it to be something you can pay for. I just remembered when you were I don't want I don't know the word to use, but I think someone um was trying to harass you during the ENSAS protest. I remember that very yeah. well. And <laughs> you had you had gone to just stand by your friend. Um and obviously that kind of like diffused the whole situation. And so I wanted to ask you a question based on that. Do you think women are sexually harassed in in Nigeria? I don't want to say Lagos, in Nigeria in general, like on a day to day basis based on the fact that a lot of men do feel like they can get away with those actions or we just have people who probably don't have self-respect for themselves and obviously they're the bad eggs amongst others. Do I think men it's obvious women women get harassed daily are like this or is is the way harassment comes in so many forms because they know that they can get away with it. It's why um it's why I also maintain that a whole lot of Nigerian people mm-hmm. would not survive in a working environment. Because there's so many things that people are getting me. You see that thing that that guy did to me now? He, when, even when I even when I moved to my friend for protection, he was helpless too. All he could, he could not tell the guy off. Then the guy off was going to be spewing trouble because those guys, the guy had back up with him. So mm. they're going, it's, Women get harassed because you know that because men get a you know that they're going to get to everything. Because at least the highest you do is shout and scream. So it is going to feel women. You should carry this matter to the police station before it, it will even be the few police officers that will be telling you that. And she knows you had the funky. Oh my goodness. Yeah, if you enter a bus, I and I, I, when I was in like 2018, I entered the bus and I was getting touched by a man and I spoke out in the bus and it was a bus full of women. Right. There were only like three, four men in the bus. And I was sitting beside one of those women and I spoke up in the bus. And one of the women said, Ah, calm down now. Calm down. You see your breast. Uh-uh. And she's small like this. Nobody nobody person press your breast make you big like this. Calm down now. Now man now she should be a man with my job man with sleep for see I came down before my bus stopped. I had to come down before my bus stop and I had to trek the rest of the way. What's the meaning of that? I'm sorry. <laughs> because at 18, I was really young. I was pretty helpless. I was only like that first man. But I figured that, oh, if I, I uh-uh. the reason I spoke out was because I really figured that there were, there were so many women on the bus. Yeah. If all of us should speak As out, you should have. Man, man. Mm-hmm. You know, when that man said that thing, the man felt empowered now. So he wasn't going to apologize for harassing me. Because he looked like he was even doing me a favor, and he wasn't even seeing that harassment. Oh my goodness! I'm so sorry so, you went through that. That's crazy. 
so that's that's just and that's just one story out of so many there's there's so many stories there are stories worse than my own there's there's other stories worse than my own because it was i think it was that it was i think that it was on that same day that when i was looking for a boss in jibo one man came to me and he touched my chest uh-uh. yeah and what i touched my chest and he kept on walking and i was so dumbfounded so oh i think i was what prompted me to start oh. that sexual harassment series on my highlights and make people start doing their own stories i should have all more and so whatever it was that was even done to me was was just a tip of the iceberg right so people get harassed with us i'm so sorry that you had to go through that that is so crazy like i'm just thinking to myself now like i don't know what i would do like i would actually lose my shit if somebody touched me like i don't think i would be able to win but like i think i would actually like push him or like curse him out because yeah. i'm sorry what what's going on <laughs> and i think this reminds me of when i went to uh, when i went to lagos um i went for my friend's wedding this was four years ago and i went to lagos market the actual lagos market and you know how packed up and jammed and just crazy like how it is and they keep touching you say auntie come and buy from me a yellow this that and i'm just like jesus christ like i had explained from when i started like walking into the market saying like oh i don't want to buy anything i'm just here to pick up stuff like i'm sorry i'm not here to buy anything like i was being as polite as i could i uh, think even while i was well, walking if you don't change it for them okay. <laughs> even while i was walking you actually you properly have to change it for these people like even while i was walking all this speaking english is not gonna work but yeah. obviously you would not have known that a fight broke out i think between a man and a woman and they were seriously fighting and like the man was hitting her she was hitting him as well i was just I, like i couldn't even watch it was too graphic because i think she was bleeding already and i was like oh my goodness i was just i was just walking as fast as i could and i got like because we went to like um a building and we went upstairs because we went to pick her up and as i was entering the 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 shop of the hair um the the hair guy i don't even know what's him hair vendor next thing this guy goes he just like touches my arm and like literally pulls me back saying are you not the one i'm talking to and i was like i'm sorry uh -huh. i'm confused i was like i'm sorry do i know you from anywhere he's like what do you mean by do you know me i said i want to talk to you so, something I, I don't even remember all i know is that because first of all it's hot in lagos i was already so upset and people are, i hate people touching me and i was just like i don't what do you mean and then he was like why am i speaking to him that way and then he just goes if you if you say anything anymore i will slap you and i don't even know like that's what i said i don't know why i would do in situations like that but i don't know where the energy came from or the the, the strength or the courage i just said i said eh? i said if you slap me i'll slap you as well and then people just gathered because i think because i said that the people were alarmed that okay what if something crazy happens and they had probably figured uh -huh. that i was like i guess an ajebota or something and then a man like stood in between and was like oh like he was like oh like he was talking to me in in Igbo and he was like oh let it go like is not worth it and everything and i was like i was yeah. yelling i was like how dare you like who the hell do you think you are like who the hell do you think you are you know what they're saying i get your size at home i was like yeah you get my size that's, at home. that's, that's why always, you're still that's rich and it's just like what the hell is this like you don't know me from anywhere like i'm sorry like i'm not supposed to respond to you if i don't want to speak to you and you feel the need to touch my arm like is everything okay with you like 
I was so livid. I was just like, hell no. This is not this is not happening. Literally. But that's something that I remember. And I when I was leaving the shop, he was trying to apologize to me and I was like, please just actually fuck off because I'm not interested. This is this is beyond you know, I think he was shocked by my response because he thought maybe I would have said, I don't know, sorry, I would have just ignored him. I was just like, nah, like, hell no. You know, no. Men in Lagos have audacity. That's that's something that I know. Men in Lagos have audacity and I just can't. I don't know how you guys are doing it, but yeah. Somebody would have been locked man, up. We didn't manage. <laughs> Somebody would have been beaten up it would have been yeah it would have been something crazy I, I don't even know i don't know but i'm so sorry that you went through that and i can't imagine how many people go through that on a daily basis that probably can't even speak about it and it's just really it's sad it is sad um i wanted to talk about like your writing because for as long as i've known you i've always i've known you as three things i've known you as osas the king Osas baby and Osas the writer. <laughs> In my head, when I think about you, I think about these three things. And actually, I'm subscribed to your mailing list. I read everything that you send me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I read when you send emails. And I'm actually intrigued by your writing because just as your content creation is, you are authentic in writing as well. Like, you're not... How am I going to say? You're not formal and it's not fake. It is the expressions that you're giving. It is what you want to talk about. It is how you want to talk about it. And that's just what, you know, that's just, that's just what we get. So I want you to talk to me a little bit about writing. How did writing start for you? What was, what was that push for you to start writing? Um, and yeah, like, how are you still writing up until now? Cause not a lot of people write, send out mailing, like, you know, send out their 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 posts for people to read, and even uh, I would say encourage to write because a lot of people don't read stuff these days. They rather would watch and probably listen. So yeah, that's why there's stuff everybody is migrated mm-hmm. to the um audio audio audiovisual content and audio content. So I mean, writing was something that I is something that I started with, right? So I just feel like I'm obligated to write. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I, I feel like a lot of people know that I've published, I published at 14, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, it's just, it, I feel like it's just something that I enjoy doing because I just, it's easier, it's easier to put my thoughts into words. Like, it's easier for me. It's like easy way out for me. Instead of having to stand in front of the camera and talk, talk, talk. And then do like hundred thousand takes. I just need to write and sweet, just proper flow. So I don't, I don't, I, I cannot particularly say when writing started for me. I just like as always been a part of it. It's not something that I picked up along the way, mm-hmm. right? I mean, blogging is something that I picked up along the way. Same now with me, just that something I picked up along the way. But writing is something that I feel like I've been a part of it for a very, for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And if you dip it, always writing, always captions, um, newsletters, scripts, Instagram story um, notes, all these in my feelings notes. So 
I think it's really inspirational because I write as well. I started writing when I was like nine or ten when I didn't really have anything to write about, but I was writing about like family, school, you know, very, I would say childish things that I would read to myself. I think my parents would read as well. And my siblings would read to make me feel good, obviously. And then when I got into high school, I started writing poems about situations and I had a poem book and then I lost it. And then I started writing writing on WordPress. You know how long? Yeah. <laughs> I started writing on WordPress and um, I stopped as well. And then I created a website that I never like published or made you know the public to know about. And it's still it's still there till today. I just I don't know if to call it imposter syndrome, but a lot of things that I've wanted to put out, I never just put them out. And I think adulthood robbed me of a lot of things because I never used to really care. But just social media, the anxiety that comes with it, and not really thinking anybody cares because I genuinely don't think anybody cares about anything. Um, I think people that make content are very bold, first of all, because it's like, yeah, you just have to put out your content and hope that you know certain people like it or are gravitate to it. And I'm just like, I don't have the mental energy for that. Like, if I post something... I just post it and I don't care. If it's now that, oh, you want people to interact, like that's going to be problems for me because I'll start having anxiety, to be honest. So I think you guys are very, <laughs> I think you guys are very, very bold for doing that. That's something that I wouldn't, I, I know I can do it, but like it would take a lot of work and patience and all of that good stuff for me to get into it. So yeah, kudos to you for writing us as I feel like once you realize, once you realize that once people read or watch your content and they are done, they will move on from it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's unless unless it's unless it's very controversial. Right. So I think once you once you have that alert on your mind, if it's a picture that you are afraid to post, mm-hmm. once you post it, once people like it and comment, they will scroll past and they will move on. In like seven seconds, they'll have forgotten. Mm-hmm. So you might as well. You might as well just. Yeah, encouraging me. I love it. Sister girl. <laughs> um, something else that really, really stands out about you is the colors that you put on your hair. I think it's really bold for a Nigerian girl. Um, and I think I'm saying that because I think in your in writing you've always talked about how strict your you know your parents were, how strict your dad is and yeah. all of that so it's like when i first came to your page and i read it blo- i read your a blog post first before i even saw what you looked like by the way i think someone had posted it and then i clicked on the link and i read and i was like hmm, this girl's mind is very interesting i need to go and see what she's about and then i didn't even look for you or anything i now stumbled on you during the answers protest and then i was like yeah. oh this is the babe that actually wrote because then i started seeing you like after a while, you started writing again, and you said, "I said, oh, she's the one." So, I was very intrigued to see that someone who had that kind of background growing up would be so bold about, I guess, like what she does with her hair, because for the most part, hair is very essential. I, I don't know a lot of Nigerian parents like, oh, if you have dreads, they want to attribute it to you being, um, I don't know, um, you don't have good ombre, you know, irresponsible. And I'm just like, no, it's not that deep. But anyway. Tell me about 
your hair because i know at some point you even came out with like hair coloring products and you sold all of that and can you just walk me through like what's what is behind you having like different colors on your hair what inspires you to do that and yeah just tell I me just like it. attention <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie I just really like attention because mm-hmm. it was a way of you know as, as a child that grew up in a repressive society mm-hmm. don't say this don't say that don't talk well maybe um, let's just get to be below your knee don't do this don't do that mm-hmm. I just wanted to do something that I See, when I started doing karaoke, I just wanted to annoy people. I wasn't doing it because I liked it. I just wanted to be annoying. Mm-hmm. And it worked. And then I grew to like it. So, I, if, I, first of all, annoyed my, I think it was my team pastor. She's like, oh, you finally get an addition to the University of Lagos. Look at you now doing like a prostitute. Can you, can you, can you? I said, ah, uh, uh, you uh, never uh, see anything. I'm very small. Link to, pro- I'm sorry. You know, you know the the African things that the hair color that I even put on my head was that ex- that old expression pop that was close to black. Right. Then I just put I just added white attachment. Mm-hmm. Not old expression pop, no, not this new one that is shiny. So when she when she, when I put on my head and she was like, oh, that is this what you want to become? This that. I said, ah, you will cry, Tayao. My dear, you will cry. If it's that one, if it's me that wants to be your problem. So I'm going to cry. When I when I move down one, I want to dye my hair and I carry the dye hair to church. Mm-hmm. And I make sure that she saw it. So she knew that this one or or more, she's a lost cause. It oh wasn't like goodness. it didn't it didn't make me less of a human being, it didn't make me less of a nice person, it didn't make me less of the selfless. Well, I don't I don't I don't care about it. I don't think of me as selfless. Mm-hmm. But it didn't make me less of the person that I was. You're just like your perception of colored haired um girls. Was I mean, color boys that had colors on their hair, yeah, old boys, girls that had colors on their hair, prostitutes. Oh, yeah, now let's go there. Oh, and then it just got left to loving colors. And the fact that I was inspiring a whole lot of people because people were getting me to oh, they feel like I'm bold, they feel like I'm doing things that they can never do, and they are living rigorously through me. It was exciting, mm. so I, I, I did. Uh, Continue putting colors on my hair since I was tired. Till I moved on to, at, at some point, um, those dyes started to damage my hair. So I moved on to very temporary dyes, washable ones. That's the ones that I started to business with. Mm-hmm. So that was much more safer. Right. Because you just, it wasn't going to break your hair. It was just going to dry your hair and then you could wash it off anytime you wanted to. So it was some, and I feel like it made me, with every, with every color that I put on my head, it made me bolder. Right, because because you've done a range nothing, of colors. There's nothing. Um, you want, there's nothing you want to. There's, there's nothing you want to shame me about now that I've not been shamed about before. I mean, in Lagos market, a group of men stopped me and they put me in their middle and they were touching my hair. So and my it was a pink attachment. There's nothing you want to. There's nothing you want to tell me now that I've not heard before. There's nothing I can boldly stand up to. The way I would carry myself now is probably because of the way it's is. Is is what the is what the colored hair is to me. Because if I'm in a boss of everybody with black hair and then there's me with white or grey or pink hair, mm-hmm. I'll feel like I'm I'm the president of that boss. Oh my goodness, what's that? Or like I'm the pre- yes. Yes, because all of you are just basic. 
Oh my god. All of you are the same. I'm not the same with two people. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So that's that that was how I carried my that's that's what I that's what I told myself till I grew up. I'm good now. I still do colored hair though. So a lot. Yeah, and I love it to be honest. It looks really pretty on you. But you've tried a range of colors. You've done pink, you've done blue, you've done white, you've done uh, yeah, I I really don't think there's any color that I've not tried. I think it, it looks really good on you. I'm not even joking. When I see it, I'm Thank always you, like intrigued. I'm like it is it is one thing to do it, but it's another thing to rock it. So yes, now and that is the style I rock. Exactly, because I I know I do my hair even if I don't do colors, but I just keep packing it in a bun till it's, it's done and I take it out because <laughs> I can't be asked. But you do different styles with it. You take nice pictures. You rock it like it's just so nice. It's just so nice. And now nah, you are you are the actual star girl. You need to create master book. Be master class. <laughs> I'll take you out. People need to come and learn. Um, on your Instagram, it says blogger, storyteller, copywriter, content editor, community manager. And the one that strikes me there is community manager and storyteller. Not so, the Egwa Adubo. <laughs> the Egwa is like, I know why you'd say that. Because like, <laughs> whenever I come on your stories, I, I'm just like, I'm never expecting the same kind of thing. I'm like, this babe might have just done something crazy today. So let's see what else has for us. <laughs> That's literally, when I just click virtual see, I'm like, okay, it can be, it can be like, and that's why when you did the whole, oh, your men should send you money. Like I, I wasn't surprised, but I was intrigued because I was like, you come up with new stuff every day. You've done like the housemate, Thing with them um any you've done different things and i'm like yeah. there's nothing you haven't tried or there's nothing i can't come to your page and now come and say i'm surprised that mm -mm, ostas always has new stuff like it, I, and i don't think you think about these things it probably just happened but i'm just always intrigued when i come to your page so i can i can see where <laughs> i can see where it resonates from so why do you think or why do you call yourself a community manager I, I manage the community of housemates. Is that not enough? <laughs> my housemates, they are a community. And Instagram is a community to me. My staff farm, they are a community to me. My soft staff farm, they are a community to me. And it's not easy. Because mm -hmm. now, I, I, don't, I just don't, I don't just post and go. Mm -hmm. I don't post, I can, um, I can make likes and comments and go. I actually interact one-on-one -on -one with these people. I, um, See, yeah, they've turned me to some sort of big sister. Right. Something that I tried to move away from, but I gradually always find myself to be it. So, you know the way it takes the community to grow a child. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm always, I'm big on that. Right. I'm big on, I'm big on it taking the community to grow a child. I mean, chase ties, advice. I'm also, I'm not big on beating people. Like and in the sense of coming um, in the sense of community taking the community to grow a child now. But she grew up into a the community trained I, I grew up in the community where everybody was in everybody's mm -hmm. and one thing that I did not like was the fact that apart from people being in your business, they really wanted to like beat you. Right. Don't do this. Slap you here and there. You're not my father, don't do that, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm still being on community and um, taking it community to grow a child, making a community to make sure that people grow. So I'm very um 
I like watching people grow. It's it's probably why I mean it's it's definitely why I've been with my friends for almost for as long as eight years mm -hmm. because because we started together. When the end goal, I want us to grow together. I want us to make money together. So in the same way, my followers and my community, you know, to always try as much as possible to post jobs yeah. for people to apply for. And their um, companies actually now reach out to me because they see that oh, I have a community of young people that are willing to work with. They reach out to me and tell me, oh, so if you have anybody in the community that wants to apply for this job, please let me know. Or please post for your community to, to, to join or mm -hmm. to apply. Right. It's because of things like this. It's because I've made myself that, I'm, I won't say accessible, I've made myself that, I'm, I don't want to say I really believe that, but let me just use it. I mean, I said myself available to be that quote in quotes big sister. Mm -hmm. That's really, so that's really beautiful. The fact that people can feel comfortable, obviously, like, be it speaking to you about things or knowing that, you know, your content brings them some sort of happiness or joy or comfort i think that's really beautiful thank you for being the community big sister we appreciate <laughs> you uh, i me, mean, I, I genuinely appreciate you because like i said coming to your page i'm always expecting something new i know that i'd leave there like laughing or just being intrigued or probably just processing the fact that okay people just shared deep stories with you like when you access questions. yes there's some, there's some stories that people share with me and i'm like come on now Mm -hmm. My dear, Chelsea, Chelsea, come, come on, on now. now. That's so much information now. <laughs> Chelsea, come How on now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. I hear that. I hear that. I do. Because I've, I've come on your stories before, and, and when I saw what someone shared, I was like, oh, okay. People are comfortable, comfortable. Because they yeah, know that you're going to too post their responses, and they still, you know, just go ahead and share. So, that's a beautiful thing. So keep keep it up. Please don't stop. I know it can be overwhelming because it has its um, negative sides, but yes, just just try to keep up as much as you can, Sha. Anything that's going to affect your own mental health, please run. I can't even tell you that. You should stay there at the detriment of your mental health. If you need a break, take a break. If you need to rest, rest. Because we need you yeah. to be okay to keep serving this community. It's only someone that is well and fine that can do what they're meant to do. So yeah, which now brings me to my, I think it's my last question before I go into entertainment, because I don't know if you know, but you have entertainment section today. I didn't tell you, so you wouldn't prepare. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you you did like this funny video where you had said like, oh, your men should send you money. And they actually did. And you know, that reminded me of when the video started joking and he said, you know, people should send yeah. um, money for his birthday. And they actually did. And I always see all those things on TikTok and I think it's cute. And I was just really happy by how your friends and your, in quotes, your men, they came through for you. Because I was like, this is just so cute. I think some people were even sending more than the money you had asked for. And I just yeah. thought that that was really, 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 really cute. And that brings me to my next question. We all know that, yes, so you have men, but we know you have a man. <laughs> You know you have ah. a man. <laughs> Why did you say ah? Why did you say ah? Okay, continue. <laughs> we know you have a man. So I want you to tell me about dating in Lagos. 
if you have do you have any crazy stories because i've been i've been dating one person for many years it's not you ask that kind of stuff exactly i was about to say no my my question was actually before him did you have any crazy experience or see it's still the normal stories that you hear men being men um men being liars men being cheaters so all those things are experience and i as much as possible to lock them out of my head but if, you, if you're going to ask anybody about it in lagos it should not even be <laughs> i would think uh-huh. i would think because of the like the places you go to, the kind of crowd you have around you that you would have seen crazy things, not like happening to you, obviously, just like crazy and so, things. So, the, so one thing that I, one thing that I know how to do is carry my face in a way that I'm unapproachable. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So with my with my current male friends, we have we we have stupid crazy boundaries. Mm-hmm. So they know that whatever it is that you do, you can't try any nonsense with me. Mm-hmm. So we all know that. So with new people, if within like two seconds of you talking to me, I I can already smell that you're you are going to be a crazy person. I just tell you straight up that I don't think I want to conversation to you anyway because I don't want to be annoyed. I don't want to be riled up. Mm-hmm. There are people that are still stubborn enough to continue, and then me too. I'm, I will show them that when your own madness is stop, you do my own stuff. Right. So so um, I've, I've never really casually dated enough in Lagos for, for I mean I've dated but I've not casually dated enough in Lagos for it to be tea. Right. Okay. And this brings me to another question. I feel like obviously you've been in a long long um community relationship for a long time. But how would you say because a lot of people or even in Nigeria normally you find a lot of men being extremely domineering and not really wanting their partners to have a lot of male friends. You have a couple of male friends. You have a lot of male friends. And I know that definitely... I also have a lot of female friends. Yes, yes. Balanced. And I know that um, um, there are boundaries, obviously, but would you say that it's always been a walk in the park with your partner based on that? Like, is, has he always been something that he's been always comfortable with or he had to get to a certain point where he was just like, okay, now I understand. Maybe because he's friends with some of those people as well, or? Yes, exactly. Yes. So his friends, is he's, he's friends with most of my friends or my friends are his friends too. Most of them, to be honest. And with every... Most of this, most of those male friends that you saw, most of them have either worked with them mm-hmm. for the same business, or they've worked for me, right. or we went to school together. Mm-hmm. So it's not, they are not new. Right. And because of the kind of person that I am, because I'm a one, one man woman. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that, it's, I, I don't think any of my partners have had, any of my previous partners have had issues with. Right my male friends because they know that ah, I, I really would not have eyes for another person. So there's, there's that. So it has never, I don't think it has ever been an issue at all mm-hmm. that's, for me. That's really nice. That's really, that's really good to see. I love it because I've heard crazy stories about even when like in course when men know the, the, the friends that she has they still want to accept their dominance and say you know what, no. I don't want you, you guys can't go out by yourselves or you can't, I have to be there for you guys to speak or for you guys to interact. And 
I think all those things are crazy, but I'm just glad that that's not your lot because, I mean, Misha, I wouldn't be in that kind of situation, but hello. People, different strokes for different folks is what yep. I would say. So, entertainment section, get ready. I don't think I'm going to get any answer right, but God help you. Wow. Um, your first question is, what was the first soft drink in space? What was the first soft drink in space, like ever? In space, mm, as in in the world. <laughs> Limka. No. Limka gold spots. No. Ah, uh, okay now. You have one more try. Okay, Coca Cola. Yes, you're right. Ah, how did you? Ah, I shall give you one try. <laughs> she said Limka. Do you know it's been a long time? I don't remember last time I had Limka. Oh my god, gold sports. Ah, those were the drinks, yeah. That yeah. Those were the actual drinks. Um your second question is the richest man in Africa is from what state? Richest man from who is the richest man from Africa? I don't know. You're the one that'll tell me the richest man. You you're the one that'll tell me the richest man in Africa. Yeah, the one that told me the richest man in Africa. The richest yeah, the Africa. man in Africa. Africa, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's from maybe it's from um Kaduna. Or Kasina. Or Kano. That was not entertainment now. That's um civic education. Current affairs. It would be You've gotten two wrongs, so you want to do your last try. Ah, oh, you gave three, I didn't hear. Kano, okay, Kano is right. See, I always get some good try, that's why I always get to keep trying. <laughs> okay, your other question is minus Abuja, how many states are in Nigeria? Ah, God, you've gotten it right. <laughs> okay. Ah. Your other question is Which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo? Did you hear me? No, I didn't hear you. Which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo? Which animal can? Can be seen on the Porsche logo. Porsche. Mm-hmm. Jaguar. No. Oh. No, I don't I can't off the top of my head, so I'm trying to figure out what Porsche is. Um Porsche. Cheetah. No, you have one more try. Okay, now goats. No, horse. <laughs> How don't you even know that? I felt like that was the easiest question for you. What was the answer? I said horse. Ah, uh, is horse not polo? Eh, I do not know. I said, what can, what animal, which animal I, can be seen on the Porsche logo? The Porsche car is horse. I don't know. I, she said it's polo. What is polo? Is it not horse they used to play polo? Oh my god, your stars don't kill me. Your next question is 
what was um twitter's original name twitter has an original name yep girl and i'll be seeing your tweets because you're twitter mama <laughs> pretty bad nope i never even knew that there was another name before twitter you have one more try i'm not giving you three more tries again but i don't even know the answer so. okay so you feel that so the oh, twitter's yeah. original name was twitter but it was just t-w-t-t-r eh? yep the original name was Twitter, like it's pronounced Twitter, but it was just T W T T R. No, all these things. Yeah, that's why they are trivial questions, and that's why people need to read more. I feel like people don't read these days. <laughs> well. Your last question. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you sure you're ready? I'm doing some good. Okay. Which country invented ice cream? Italy. Nope. Ah. You have to try so. Um. Paris. Wrong. The answer is China. You see, that's why I said, yeah, China. Let's look at ice cream in China. They invented it because they invent everything. <laughs> but they actually, no. that's the answer, actually, China. I'm serious. If you Google it, it's China. So you got one, two, three. You actually got three questions. I'm, uh, I'm bad now. And then you filled, she said, no, I'm bad. And you filled one, two, three, filled three. So three are, uh, you try to. People always get like zero or one. <laughs> you tried I'm, I'm actually so happy that you came on here i'm so blessed to have you i'm so excited i can't wait for this podcast episode to be out so all your fans all your uh, hey, the people that you have you're helping them manage their community <laughs> they can come they can come and they can listen i really love that but thank you so much osas for coming for honoring my invitation i'm so thankful thank you for having me always girl always and please keep doing and keep being you i want more colors please don't resort to black or those are boring colors i need someone to <laughs> even challenge me because i always do black on my hair and then i traveled in december and then i had i don't even know what that color is honey ombre whatever whatever sha. my mother always used to tell me to braid with that color of attachment but then that was a wig and then everyone was talking about my hair i was just like See? really like everybody and people have asked me oh my god where did you buy it from oh my god this suits you so well it blends with your skin tone i was just like is it really this deep because <laughs> i didn't even think about it like that to be honest i just wore a different color of hair i didn't think too much about it and yeah here we are today so thank you so much maybe one day i'll be able to do pink on my head i don't know i don't think <laughs> i have that courage but we'll see hopefully thank you for having me okay sure thank you so much thank you guys so much for listening we've come to the end of the episode always remember you're the best of the best and the best that there always will be and always remember to be kind to yourself um i love you guys so much and until next time i remain your host bye guys bye everybody bye